0: Welcome in. It's a Wednesday edition of Corbett's Corner. We're excited. Uh, Dylan Corbett along with Matthew Cruzen, And we're going to talk baseball here for the first time on this pod, so we're excited. Um, and it's been an interesting season, right? The pandemic. Uh, baseball had the argument all over money, what they were going to do. Uh, the argument to get back to the field. I think they really missed an opportunity by not getting back to play earlier. Again, it was a confusing time. We're trying to figure out how to do this safely, and even when they did come back, you had the Marlins, the Cardinals, the outbreaks. It's been a tough season, and I honestly think, me personally, baseball is one of my favorite sports, and I've had my eye kind of torn away because I'm dealing with an MLB regular season in the thick of, albeit a weird NBA playoff bubble, but the NBA's drawn me in this year. Uh, NHL usually does I've actually not been checking out the NHL I've been following all these sports obviously but the NBA has really been stealing my eye uh, during this time but just our general thoughts about the MLB pandemic season some of the different rules obviously which baseball purists are okay with just for this season but they kind of I've heard like Tim Kirchin wants to go back to the Uh, you know, regular 162, everything. He hates the runner on second. So I just kind of wanted to touch on the different rules. Um, We'll get to Matt here uh, shortly. I just wanted to – first, the universal DH, love it. I think it's here to stay. I'm still haunted by Adam Wainwright. In the prime of his career was having a Cy Young start to a season. He tore his Achilles just in the batter's box. Like, what is he doing there? Pitchers, I understand they like to hit, but okay. And then pinch hit with your good pitchers that can hit. Uh, don't, you know, we don't need every single guy. We don't need Lester up there going to try to put a bunt down, uh, even though he has been solid. I know (laughs) Matt gives me a golf there. I just went with Lester, but you get the point pitchers. I I like an extra hitter, especially in the national league. Um, sorry. I, I couldn't sneak that one by our Cubs guy, Matt there. Um, but yeah, so I'm for the universal DH. I think it is going to be here to stay extra innings. You get a runner on second. They've been doing this in the minor leagues. I don't think MLB is going to stick with it. Kruzan is shaking his head right now. I'm with him um, because I I don't think that this is here to stay. It's a little bit wacky. I like the fact that there's a little bit more tension in the extra innings. Um, And then lastly, seven inning doubleheaders I've actually been a fan of. Um, so I, I think it's quicker. I think just double headers, you know, let's not shorten the game, but it's in and out. It makes you want to watch a double header, not, you know, maybe tune in for one game, tune in, tune out for the next. So I've actually liked the seven inning double headers. I think that's a good idea just to get the season in, you know, without having to do so much universal DH. I like extra innings. I think me and Matt are in the same Uh, on that feeling that I think it's going to be gone after this season. Matt, what did you like about the season? I think you've been more plugged in. Uh, Cubs are having a good year, obviously, so you're enjoying it. It was hard for me because the Cardinals were out for so long, right, and I couldn't get back in. Um, But you're enjoying the season. How have you saw the pandemic season overall and some of the different rule changes this year?
1: Yeah, uh, seeing it very uh, similar to you, Universal DH on board with that 100%. That's something that's been talked about for a while now. I do it's gonna stay. Uh, just think back though, like for me as a Cub fan, three or four years ago, the Cubs had too many outfielders. They had Solaire, they had Schwarber, they had just given Hayward a contract. Right. Universal DH five years ago, Jorge is probably still a Cub because they have him and Kyle Schwarber DH. So it Luke makes Voigt.
0: Luke Voigt for the Cardinals, same thing. I, I wish he would have stayed, but he got forced out because we got Goldschmidt.
1: Yeah. So from that standpoint, definitely like it. Every, there it's just another bat to have coming through your system. And, you know, that's all there is to it. The extra innings also agree. I will say, though, that it was good for this year. You know, everything they've done exactly, have yes. to adapt, it's been fine for this year. I've had no problems. The players love the seven-inning games. That's the one that's, like, kind of on the fence. Will it stay or will it go? I think the runner on second will for sure not be back for MLB, probably uh, the minors still. I think the or the universal DH is going to stay. So overall, it's been good for this year. Yes, I see – like I've been a little bit more plugged in and a lot of that's because being a Cubs fan and a Twins uh, Minnesota resident up here. So yeah. both playoff teams, both in the thick of it for the division, that's something to watch this uh, last week is the White Sox only a half-game lead on the Twins for the AL Central. But, yeah, overall, looking forward to the playoffs. That's another thing. I th- – might actually have they might have said that the playoff expansion is gonna stick around. I'm not positive on that, but I'm pretty sure they did, so that'll be interesting. Uh, we'll see if we get any upsets coming up because that that's something to watch.
0: Well, that leads me into my point here is, um, kind of with that. And I don't know how you feel about this because the stats are a little bit tarnished, right? Everyone's chasing Ruth Bonds uh Hank Aaron and now you all of a sudden we got 60 game seasons are we going to go back to 162 I'll propose you this um I don't know about the 18 postseason that's a little bit kind of why I haven't even watched barely any Cardinals baseball this regular season is because we've got at least two postseason games right we're going to as of right now be facing the Padres so I'll tune in once the postseason once it matters so what if we're going to go back I'd like to keep the universal DH Let's go six teams, have the two top teams in each conference, get a bye, uh, have three wildcard teams, including the three uh, division winners. And so I'm a proponent of that. And then, you know, I think baseball needs to be longer than the other sports. NHL is around 80 games. Of course, NBA is 82. Um, but it was kind of fun for teams like the Marlins, or there was that immediacy of wow, a shortened season. There's a real chance here, and you keep fans engaged, as opposed to the Royals, where Royal fans normally are out of it by May. They're not even paying attention. Um, I don't know where Matt stands on this. Where can I get you on? Let's do a 120 game season, um, 16 playoffs. You're going to get some good stats, right? We've even seen good stats here in the 60. I thought we were going to see closer to 30 home runs hit for the league leader, but we haven't seen that. Um, so again, the the numbers are down. You're still seeing guys having great years, obviously. It's going to be a real fun MVP uh, conversation, and you're going to see guys who maybe won't be able to win that award over 162, but in the stretch of 60, they certainly put together a great season. Uh, so Matt, uh, everything I just kind of said there, I, I like having a lot of baseball games every single day there's baseball on, but I under, also understand that 162 may be a little much for you know the uh the millennial fan
1: yeah that'll be an interesting conversation in the off season I definitely think uh 120 to 140 is a a perfect range for baseball uh that could get done but hopefully it's just not another players and owners negotiation right. holdout where something like that happens just you know figure it out early off get it going and uh, stick with it
0: yeah so before we get to for real or fraudulent here and again where I, I promised you a website this week uh you know i'm gonna promise you a soundboard next week uh we'll, we'll get these all done but for real or fraudulent is going to be our segment here we're going to take the top four seeds as it is right now in uh major league baseball as it stands and basically just run through them and say if they're uh, get our thoughts on whether matt or i Uh, believe they are for real or fraudulent or not i'm also filibustering a little bit because i thought i had a point to make there but i totally forgot it so we'll just get right into it the dodgers uh team of heartbreak the last couple years everyone's been floating around is dave roberts gonna get fired or not no he's a good manager uh can kershaw get it done in the playoffs i actually personally think this is the year uh they gotta win sometime right uh, they got a party like the days of Kirk Gibson. So I'm going to go with the Dodgers for real. I think they've been for real all year. The run differential suggested as well. And it's not been a slack off, uh, you know, season. Because they faced a decent NL West. And, of course, the AL West has been strong.
1: They are for real. I do. This is the year they could have done Also, it took a COVID-shortened season. But they're going to get it done. Kershaw, Bueller, and to Urias, Dustin May, Tony Gonzalez. That rotation is legit. They're far and away the best team in the National League. I think there's only one team that we'll get to that even can compete with them. I wouldn't be surprised if they sweep, sweep, sweep all the way to the World Series until they play a much tougher team.
0: Yeah, they got the Brewers as it stands right now um, in that 1-8 matchup. Let's go down to the – standing two seed. It's the Atlanta Braves. This team's been interesting. Um, I think they've got a playoff team. They obviously got bounced by my St. Louis Cardinals last year in the first round. Um, You know, I I actually did take uh, Braves plus 900, uh, World Series ticket at the beginning of the season just on value. So, I guess I'll be rooting for that a little bit. Might hedge with the Dodgers uh, later on. So, I'm going to root for that possible NLCS. I'm going to say the Braves are for real. Playoff team last year, and they showed even in a 60-game stretch, they're a playoff team this
1: year. One play on the Dodgers. As soon as they traded for Mookie Betts, I locked in Dodgers World Series at plus 600. at 600. Okay, yeah,
0: that's good odds.
1: Plus 400 the next day. Uh, the Braves are fraudulent. Huh? They can Uh. can hit, but they can't pitch. Granted, they lead the National League in most offensive categories. It's them and the Dodgers won, too. How much of that is inflated when they scored 29 freaking runs against the Marlins last year? But they're pitching. Max Fried, Cy Young, candidates, top three, no doubt. But then they're going to Ian Anderson, a rookie, who's barely had a cup of coffee in the show. And then Kyle Wright, who was very bad last year as a top prospect, Figured it out a little bit this year. Scares me. They do have a good bullpen. Freddie Freeman can rake Acuna, everybody, mm-hmm. but they're fraudulent.
0: Interesting. All right, let's get to a team. I maybe have an instinct on where you lay on your Chicago Cubs. I'm going to put them on for real for me. This team's got their core that's won a title, right? They've got – Ian Haps had a fantastic year. I think Cub fans are pumped about that. You've got your guys, and you alluded to earlier in this pod, uh, you've let go of Soler. Um, How about Glaber Torres, right? You you eventually shipped him off, but that helped you win a title because it brought Chapman back. You've had to give some guys away, but you've kept KB. You've kept Rizzo. Um, and it looks like you guys are going to contend again. I think it's going to be Cubs-Braves in that kind of second round in the 2-3 matchup. Uh, so I'll go Cubs for real. Uh, Matt, how are you with your lovely Cubs, your beloved Cubs?
1: The Cubs are fraudulent. I hate wow, to say that. okay. It. They can pitch, and I they will win their first two games with Darvish and Hendricks against right now would be the Marlins that first round doesn't worry me. Maybe they get to the NLCS, but I don't think – they don't compete with the Dodgers. Their offense, Ian Happ has been it, the core four. Baez, Rizzo, Bryant, Contreras, Schwarber, it's really five. I guess I don't know if Schwarber or Contreras is the fourth. I'd say Contreras. Regardless, they've all been pretty bad. None of them are hitting all at the same time. If one of them's good, the other three or four are bad. And it's been like this since they got bounced in the 2017 NLCS by the Dodgers. The year after is when they had the tiebreaker with the Brewers and then the wild card with the Rockies, lost both. year after that, they didn't make the playoffs. They haven't hit for three years. They've shown no indication they're going to. Now, if they do, then, yes, they can pitch. Bullpen's been good enough. But as of right now, they would get bounced in the division series is my prediction.
0: Interesting. Well, that's probably good for you that you're lowering your expectations going in and then you could be excited for a surprise run because I do think the Cubs, you know, if if you can put it together, I understand the trials and tribulations even of a 60 game season because there were a lot of star players who just didn't really get off on the right foot, didn't really have great years, Pete Alonzo. Had a terrible sixty-game stretch. I know. I had him on my fantasy team. Got to give him. A, uh, got to give you a shout out too. I know you've been plugged in because you're back-to-back fantasy baseball champ in our very extensive league, right? Our dynasty league, basically. Uh, and you're looking for the three-peat again. So you're the fantasy baseball guru. Um, but let's uh, keep going here. The final team in the NL. I'm going to go with my first fraudulent team in the NL, the Padres. I know they went all in. Um, I, I just don't buy this team. Yeah, they're facing the Cardinals. I think they could take care of the Cardinals. I'm not high on the Cardinals. I think they're fraudulent, but they're the fifth seed. Um, but I think also the Cardinals are a team that could shock you in a three-game series. The Padres, they went all in for this kind of crapshoot season. That uh, you know, kind of questioned me. They got talent, Machado, but what has he done in terms of winning besides this season? Tatis, uh, he's a stud. He's a stud, but can he win in big games? It's going to be interesting, so I'll go fraudulent with the Padres.
1: Padres are for real. They can pitch. They can hit. They went all in. They made the most moves at the deadline. wasn't even close.
0: It was crazy.
1: It was insane. Uh, Dye Nelson-Lamette, Mike Clevenger, Chris Paddock, Zach Davies, one through four. Love that rotation. Now, these divisional series, they're best of five. If they go five, they're five straight days, no off days in between. So teams will either have to decide, are they going with a – Three man where multiple guys pitch on short rest, a four man where your ace comes back on short rest, normal rest, or all five. That'll be interesting. So give me some depth in that rotation for the next two rounds. I think they handled the Cardinals with ease, personally. Also, I, the AL is in Petco. Okay, so it's not in their home ballpark. The AL bubbles in Petco at Petco Park. But right. I do, Padres. I they'll give the Dodgers the best series in the National League. I don't think they beat them, but I think they're the second-best team.
0: They're they're a fun team. Yeah, I I guess I'm just picking on them because they are facing the Cardinals. But the Padres could, you said it, clip the Dodgers because they have the pitching. Um, Paddock had a tough start, but he's really starting to come along as well. Um, So that wraps up the NL. It's going to be a fun series, but I think the funner of the two conferences – is going to be the AL. I mean, you could see upsets galore. It's going to be incredible. So I guess we'll start here uh, with the one seed. I'm losing my spot here. Is it still the A's? The, uh, excuse me, the Rays are the one seed, and I have them for real. I've got Tampa for real. They, they've they done it all season long, right? They, they overtook the Yankees early on. Yankees dealt with injuries, as they do year in, year out. Yankees are in a torrid stretch right now, so they're setting up nicely. Um, I've got the Tampa Bay Rays for real. They were here last year. Uh, We saw them against that series against the Astros do pretty solid. They've got pitching glass now. Uh, And I just love this team analytically. They do things that are miles ahead of people, years ahead of people. So I'll be rooting for the Rays uh, as the one seed. I think they're for real.
1: Agreed. They're for real. You touched on it with the analytical approach they have. They're they got to be the best run organization in all of baseball. They're continuously low budget, probably bottom five in cap money that they spend, but they make one chess move after another piece by piece. They bring in glass now who can't figure it out as a top prospect in Pittsburgh yeah. dominant Charlie Morton after another Pittsburgh who couldn't pitch there goes to Houston, becomes a Cy Young candidate. Blake Snell through the system, the lineup, it's not great, but it's, not terrible one through nine they're for real i took them plus 850 before the season to win the al so i am definitely rooting for that
0: okay that's good stuff and they could potentially um Face the Yankees if it stands right now in that second round. Twins, Yankees. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, So the number two seed, I don't have this in front of me. I kind of took some basic notes, but let's just go with the A's here. I've got the A's as fraudulent. They might be the three seed, that is. Yeah, so we'll go three seed here with the A's. I've got them as fraudulent. Um, Matt Chapman's on the IL. I love Matt Olson, um, but this is a team that kind of like the Rays, they piece together – it's a low-budget team. They piece together guys trying to find – Tampa Bay has a little bit more, I guess Morton is a vet, but they've lucked out with glass now, right? They've got maybe more prospects in their pitching staff as opposed to Oakland is piecing together like the remnants of Mike Fires. You've got just so many old veterans going. Mike Miners there, I believe, too, as well. Um, So I I just don't trust them. They're going to have a tough matchup there as well. So I'm going to go the A's as fraudulent.
1: Also agree, their best pitcher is Jesus Lozardo, who's a rookie, hasn't even made 10 career starts. Playoffs are different this year, though, with no fans. Yeah, I, I liked them a lot more before they lost Matt Chapman. That's an absolutely huge loss. Don't love their pitching staff from top to bottom. They will beat Houston in the first round, but then that's when they will run into not the two seed. We'll get to that in a second, but then they will lose in the AL division series.
0: That's a good segue because I'm with you. I think the White Sox are fraudulent as well. I've got them there, so they are the two seed. They are just now a half game ahead of the Twins. So again, this could change in the AL, uh, which is interesting. We'll get to the Twins in a little bit here, uh, actually next. But um, the White Sox, I've been—they've been, been head scratching. I've been head scratching the entire time trying to figure out this team because I wasn't high on them. Everyone was. They've got—I think they're just a year away. You know, they've got the the team. Jose Abreu's been a veteran guy in that clubhouse. Um, I, I love their broadcasters and Jason Benetti, who does it. He took over for Hawk Harrelson. You know that's a fun team, but they might draw the Indians <laughs> or they might lose that two spot. So there's a lot could happen there. I think they're still a year away. They're, you know their pitching rotations a little suspect as well. Dylan Cease is he going to be pitching a, a playoff game? That's going to be interesting, even though he has a very has had a very nice season. Uh, so the other team in Chicago, Matt. You're not high on them either?
1: I do think they're for real. They are so much like the Cubs in 2015 when the Cubs did – yep. they didn't win the division, but they overtook the Cardinals in the uh, divisional series when we were there.
0: We were at the game, yeah.
1: So many similarities. The uh, Abreu, the older veteran, was like Rizzo. Keiko signed like Lester signed. Giolito, Arietta, Andrew – I mean, just so many similarities on how they built it up. It is to their advantage this year that the playoffs are not like normal. Hey, guys, just go out and play. We've done it for 60 games. We can do it for another 15. Their, yes, the rotation scares me, though, after Giolito and Keichel. Right. The big drop off to Dane Dunning, Dylan Cease, whoever would even get the ball. If they hold on to the two seed, the, I, uh, Cleveland will beat them. Cleveland will win their first-round series. Uh, we're not going to talk about them, but Bieber, Carrasco, Plezak, yeah, they're dangerous. Bali, uh, McKenzie, have fun. But uh, – oh, and we get a preview of that matchup tonight. It's Bieber and Giulito, Seguing into one of my picks, I have the White Sox first five plus a half for minus 125. This could be a 0-0 game, and that would win the bet right there. But I they can get one or two off of Bieber. Indians can't hit. They can just pitch. But uh, – so, yeah, that's how I am on the White Sox.
0: Okay, mark that down for sure. So that's your play. Uh, that's how you see the White Sox. I, I'm ashamed of myself. Again, my, my lack of paying attention to the MLB this season is just showing myself. I'm cursing myself here in my own Zoom box. Um, Giolito Keuchel, again, I forgot about the Keuchel signing. That's postseason experience. That's going to help him. But, again, they're going to go up against the Indians. And Giolito, how's he going to do? He's had a great season. His no-hitter. I actually did watch that. That was one of the uh, stories of the year. That was fun. Um, so final team, the Twins. Uh, I'm going to be Mr. Fence-sitter here. I'm going, if they don't win the AL Central, which they are half game back, they are fraudulent. You're not going to beat the Yankees. I'm sorry if that turns out. You guys are haunted by the Yankees. And What's your confidence level going to be going into that series? I tell you what. Uh, If you do win, you improve your position, I think you're for real. This team's got a roster, Josh Donaldson. We knew that Kenta Maeda, I was not high on that trade. He has been great. Um, you know, Barrios, I've, I've always viewed Barrios as a Cy Young guy, and he's just not there. I've always viewed him as a Jose Fernandez type. Um, he, he's a great starter, strikeout stuff, but he hasn't been Cy Young caliber, uh, which I thought I've been expecting for him for the last couple of years. Um, but I think the Twins, if they do sneak out of that possible matchup with the Yankees, and again, there's really no easy matchup on Yale, which is why it's going to be so fun. But uh, right now, as it stands, they are the four seed, and I will go with fraudulent.
1: Very fair assessment. I was with you on the Maeda for or all trade. I didn't love it at the time because Maeda has only been a third or fourth or even fifth starter. Not even, didn't even pitch in the playoffs ever for the Dodgers, but that's because he was on the Dodgers with the loaded rotation and he was effective out of the pen. I mean, he did it willingly. It wasn't really a demotion and he's pitched like an ace. So it's a fantastic trade. Um, After that, yeah, Barrios, he's been Cy Young caliber for 60 games at a time. uh, And you hoped he would do that this year because it's particularly how he starts the season. He just kind of wears it down down the stretch. But he is pitching his best right now. His last four or five starts, he's been trending upward. Uh, Yeah, huge advantage if they can play Cleveland in the first round over the Yankees. I know I just am high on Cleveland, too. The, the Twins but can just pitch, psyche-wise,
0: they would be a lot more comfortable.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it, it would be a miracle if the Twins just get one game against the Yankees. It's oh. so bad. They're setting records on how many they've lost in a row. But the pitching has been good. The Bomber squad has not been around this year. They, you know, set the record in home runs last year. This year, their pitching has carried them. Bullpen's mm-hmm. been very good. Rotation has been solid here and there. Uh. Yeah, I'm with you. It depends if they get the 2 or 4 seed if they win in advance, but I don't think they'll win the division series regardless. Uh one more time, shout out your pick. The first five. White Sox plus a half at minus 125 and then the other one I have Orioles plus 139 money line against the Red Sox drinking the juice on that one. I love it. Uh who's pitching? Oh, yes, this Kramer, Kramer guy. He's been dominant for his first three start. Dean Kremer. I'll take him, right, the little Dean. young gun on the ground, against the lowly Red Sox, last place Red Sox. They're terrible. Save yeah. Them. They're, I, I, so or, I, I was just thinking
0: about this. I was thinking about this today earlier, actually, was the Red Sox. You think, you know, in a pandemic strap season, everyone's hemorrhaging money. I think the Red Sox, even though they're losing out on this year and they've been terrible – I think they're glad they didn't have to pay so much to bets. yeah, they lost a star, but who knows? Maybe they were just planning for the future as opposed to the Padres and the Dodgers who are saying, nah, let's win now. Uh, so, you, get, you got those picks there. I will also drink some juice. Um, you know, I've been more of an over-under guy this season – uh, that's been positive in my total, which you could check on the Action Network. Overall, I think I'm about down like 7U for the season. And mostly that's been from stupid two team parlays. Those have been tough. Uh, but I'll drink some afternoon juice with the Angels plus 155. They're not mathematically out of it. They basically are. But they're facing Clevenger against the Padres. Padres, I don't think, can move, right? They're pretty much set in where they're at at that four spot. Um, so I'm going to go with. Plus 155. In money lines, it's been weird. I've actually done better on away money lines than I have on home money lines. So I'll take the road team there with the Angels plus 155. A
1: little afternoon juice. What's going to go in? Otis isn't in the lineup either. The okay.
0: Pot. I just locked it. You guys got 40 minutes to do so as well. Make sure to tail Matt's plays as well. He had a good week, uh, and we're hoping to carry that over into this week as well. I fell for the Lakers last night. That was tough. So, after a good Saturday, I've had a, about a three-day cold streak. Looking to break out this afternoon. He's Matt Kruzan. I'm Dylan Corbett, Corbett's Corner on a Wednesday. I'm going to St. Louis tomorrow, but we are still going to be potting. I might sneak over to uh, Ballpark Village and maybe get some live content there uh Cardinals are in town and it's the last week of the regular season so even if you don't like baseball checking out a lot of good information subscribe we're trying to get to 40 please uh, last I haven't checked it since this morning but we're just 15 away so hit subscribe thanks for checking it out Corbin's Corner on a Wednesday